Good morning, it's Friday, January 18th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news this morning. Raid to free hostages turns deadly in Mali. Hunt for DNA sequences reveals full identities, and school shooting sways views on gun laws. In today's national news, Republicans may offer an extension of the debt limit. Recalling guns toll, mayors urge passage of bills, and Toyota settles suit over wrongful death. In today's business headlines, inside the 787, an unsettling risk for Boeing. Rivals watch the travails of Shell's Arctic drilling. We'll get the story from Houston. And mortgage crisis lingers at Citibank and Bank of America. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story comes from Bamako, Mali. It's written by Adam Nossiter and Rick Gladstone. Raid to free hostages turns deadly. Without warning other governments, Algeria mounted an assault on the heavily armed fighters holding American and other hostages at a remote Sahara gas field facility on Thursday, freeing captives and killing kidnappers, but also leaving some of the hostages dead and foreign leaders scrambling to learn the fates of their citizens trapped inside. Hours after Algerian forces raided the facility, there was still no official word on the number of hostages who were freed, killed, or still held captive. Estimates of the foreign casualties ranged from 4 to 35, though one Algerian official said the high figure was exaggerated. Despite requests for communication and pleas to consider the safety of their abducted citizens, the United States, Britain, and Japan said they'd not been told in advance about the military assault, stirring frustration that the Algerians may have been overly aggressive and caused needless casualties. But the Algerian government, which has a history of violent suppression of Islamist militancy, stood by its decision to deal forcefully with the kidnappers. Those who think we will negotiate with terrorists are delusional, the communications minister, Moand Saeed Oblaid, said in an announcement about the military assault. Those who think we will surrender to their blackmail are delusional. The midday assault came more than 24 hours after a militant group, which the Algerians said has ties to jihadists in the region, ambushed a bus carrying gas field workers to a nearby airport, and then commandeered the compound. It was one of the boldest abductions of foreign workers in years. The abductions were meant to avenge France's armed intervention in neighboring Mali, Algeria's communications minister said, a conflict that has escalated since French warplanes began striking Islamist fighters who have carved out a vast haven in that country. On Thursday, the United States became more deeply involved in the war, working with the French to determine how to best deploy American C-5 cargo planes to ferry French troops and equipment to Mali, according to an American military official. The United States has long been wary about stepping more directly into the Mali conflict, worried that it could provoke precisely the kind of anti-Western attack that took place in Algeria. Algerian National Radio described a scene of pandemonium and high alert at the public hospital in the town of Aminas, near the gas field facility, where wounded and escaped hostages were sent. In a telephone interview from the hospital, one of the Algerians who had been held captive at the facility, and who identified himself as Mohamed Elias, said some of the hostages had exploited the chaos created by the Algerian military assault to flee. 
We used the opportunity, he said, and we just escaped.